Is there a supernatural dimension? A world beyond the one we know? Is there life after death? Do angels exist? Can our dreams contain messages from heaven? Can we tap into ancient secrets of the supernatural? Are healing miracles real? Sid Roth has spent over 35 years researching the strange world of the supernatural. Join Sid for this edition of It's Supernatural. Hello, my name's Sid Roth. Welcome to my world where it's naturally supernatural. My guest is called affectionately the igniter of faith because if you've got oil, the oil of the Holy Spirit, he's got fire. Are you ready for the fire? And this just blows me out of the water. David, (laughs) you had 25 blind people and 24 got healed. They actually could see. Tell me about that. Oh, absolutely. We were, we were out there in the, in the middle of the jungle. I'm talking two, two flights, a 24-hour train, a five-hour car ride, and we finally get to our destination. But I was out there preaching at the village, and the Spirit just spoke to me as we were on the stage. We're on the stage. We normally line the people up, and, and the men on one side, women on one side, and the kids in the middle, and we just lay hands on them real quick. And in a, literally 10, 10 minutes, we can pray for a thousand people with the ministers real quick. And, and before, we normally do that every time we go out. But that night, I just looked at the crowd and said, no, God's doing something different. And it's what I call a creative miracle. I, I asked everybody that was blind to come forward. Well, I did not know that there were 25 blind people. I was thinking one or two or three. Yeah. And then they start coming out by droves. And I'm like, okay. I go, Lord, I put you on a spot. And I know if I put God on a spot, that God's going to answer. So I went over there and tell them, told them to line up. And when they lined up, I told all the ministers not to lay hands on them. We're just going to walk by them. We walked by them. And I went back to the stage. And I said, okay, one, two, three, open your eyes. Then I looked and nothing happened. Now, oh, translator, count one, two, three. <laughs> they don't understand me. And we counted to one, two, three. 24 eyes open instantly. Some of them were born with this. Some of them were, had injuries. Oh, okay, <laughs> you beg the question. <laughs> what about the one person that didn't get their sight? That must have really You know, been. it's crazy. One person that didn't get the sight was an evangelist. She preached the gospel. <laughs> I, when all my ministers jumped off the stage and they're like a football trying to recover a fumble, I'm like, no, 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 everybody back up. Back up. Let me talk to her. We got to see what's her problem because it's a problem in her thinking. A lot of times our faith and miracles don't happen because there's a problem in our thinking. So I talked to her and she thought her, that God gave this to her as a gift. And I'm like, God doesn't give anyone a gift wrapped up that says disease, sickness, and death. This is not, this is not God's, God's will for you. And I explained to her that in Exodus, the Bible says if we follow him, that he will, t- he will remove these diseases from us because he's the God that healeth thee. So she didn't receive it. That was nope, the problem. she did not receive now, it. How in the world, according to my notes, you started out, listen to this, he started out as a gigantic tumor. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> oh, um, my mother was so nervous and stuff that she, she, got a, she got a report from the doctor. The doctor told her that she had a tumor and they're going to have to operate on her. And she decided she was going to go visit her, her pastor and get prayed for. She was having a tent revival. She went into that tent revival. When, when she prayed over, she said, that is no longer a tumor. 
as a baby boy. And his name will be David and he will preach the gospel. He'll be evangelist for the Lord and he will preach the gospel and have an anointing and healing and soul winning. And he is the apple of God's eye. And what happened to the tumor? Uh, well, my mom had me like a few months later. <laughs> I don't know how, I don't know the term, I don't know how long term it was, okay. but she had it a few months later. The tumor's gone. I've heard of ridiculous faith and ridiculous miracles. He is asleep in a truck and someone gets healed. <laughs> Tell me briefly about that. Oh, absolutely. I was, we're cutting, did a, we did a shortcut to get to a stage area, a place that we need to go uh, for some new staging. We're putting up for a crusade and we're cutting through this village and we weren't even supposed to go through there, but the driver knew a, a quicker route. Um, I was asleep because I figured a good hour's nap would be good. Well, I wake up. And I tell the, the driver in Hindu to stop, and he stops, and I jump out and walk across this busy little village, and there's this man that's, that's crippled. He's, you can see his body's bent in and, and all different parts, and I'll go over there to pray for him. And I asked him if he believed that he could be healed, and how long was he there? Well, he said he's been there for about 20-plus years, and I'm like, well, rise up and walk. And I just literally picked him up, pulled him up, and his body snapped and back into the correct positions that it was supposed to be in. And he got his bed and he just gave me a hug and walked off and I jumped back in the Jeep and went back to sleep. Uh, you know what I find interesting? Uh, we have our plans. God has his plans. Tell me about a 19-year-old kid that wanted to be a professional soccer player. <laughs> I was young and playing soccer since I was as far as I can remember. And I was supposed to be traveling to Germany to go play in, in a school and then eventually get into the pros. And uh, one day after working, uh, getting the money together to go out there, um, I... I, I just noticed that my cat and my dog, usually fighting, were just laying in front of this door, to the bathroom door. And I'm like, what is wrong with y'all two? What did y'all do? So I go over there to push him away from the door to see what's in there. But when I get there, I feel the presence of God. And I know the presence of the Lord. And I just humbly opened the door and I just walked in and I said, Lord. And that's when, that's when on the mirrors itself, it showed my life on the left side. It showed all the things that I would accomplish as a soccer player, all the good things, all the, the life I would have. But inside my heart, I was miserable. I, even though I had all the accolades and had all the things, there's nothing wrong with that kind of life. But it wasn't for me. God destined me for something else. So I was looking at that, and then I looked at the other side of the mirror. It was like, kind of like halfway. It was like literally a video plane. On this side, I seen myself in, moving in great anointing. I seen people being delivered. I seen healings and miracles. And, and as, as far as you can see in the mirror, just souls coming to the Lord. And I looked at that, but then I looked at, the, at my, and my heart was happy. It was excited. It was doing its purpose. But then I, I just looked at the, the cost that it would take to get there. And I was like, oh. But I knew at that time God was giving me a decision. And I said, and I put my hand on the mirror that shows, that was showing the, the preaching and the evangelism. I never played again from that David, day. I'm going to tell you something. I'm so glad you did because those, I'm a reporter of the supernatural, and there is a flow of the Spirit of God. The minute you started talking about the Spirit of God, it was like a river, and I'm expecting such miracles. Don't go away. We'll be right back.
now return to It's Supernatural. David, people call you the igniter of faith. And now that I've met you, I understand why. <laughs> uh, but why do people say that about you? Well, it's because I come into a place and I change the atmosphere. And I think that the atmosphere from fear and doubt to faith. And I think that's what every Christian needs to do. You, know, you told me the biggest problem you spotted in the United States and even throughout the world is fear. Explain. It is. It's fear. I was in a large church preaching and we had a prayer line, if you could believe this, all the way to the pavilion, all the way out to the parking lot waiting to get prayed for. And they didn't want me just to do a mass prayer. They wanted me just to, to lay hands. Everybody wanted people to lay hands. And, and, I, and as I was praying, everybody I asked what their prayer request, they said fear. Almost 80% of the people said fear. And so I prayed and, and I learned that. I talked to the pastor and said, you got to start preaching that fear out of your, out of your church and out of your, out of your people's lives. Well, how do you get rid of fear? I mean, I mean it's easy to say that yeah, it's easy your to problem say it. is fear. Uh, but so how do you get rid of it? <laughs> you start believing. Whatever you feed, faith and fear can, be, can both receive. If you give fear and give into fear and start feeding fear, well, whatever fear dictates for your life is going to happen because you're feeding it with your thoughts and your, your actions. But if you, if you feed faith, and feeding faith is believing the Scriptures, feeding faith is believing what Jesus said. Anything you ask in my name, I will do it. You know, it's so simple. You need help to get confused. Yes. And that's what you're known for. You teach simply and you get the same results of the Bible. Absolutely. Absolutely. When we're preaching out there, um, I try and make sure that I keep it to where the people could just grasp it. Because there's a lot of people out there that do fight, fight with fear. And fear has other friends that come with it. Fear has doubt. Fear, fear, fear has uh, oppression. Fear has depression. All these things come in and they keep you from being, you have to wake up. I'm not saying you got to jump out of bed and say, I'm excited for faith. I mean, that's a good thing to do. But get up and know. The Bible says in Nahum 1-7, God knows them that trust in him. You got to know that God knows you. When you know the promises of God and you get rid of fear, what's possible? Oh, anything. Now, when you, tell me the truth. Now, when you go to a lot of countries uh, and you see some horrible physical conditions. Anyone ever get before you and you say, oh, God, I believe in miracles, but this, this is too much. <laughs> when, when I am walking in that anointing there, everybody tells me that. When I walk in, in the anointing when I'm out there, it's, I'm a different person. I'm just walking. I'm believing God for anything. Nothing is impossible. I had a lady come up with a very crooked arm, and I'm drinking a Sprite after the entire services and stuff, cooling off inside the church. She comes to me, and she, just, she comes after service, all walking slow and just showing me her hand. It was all crooked in different places, and I popped my hand out. And I say, put your hand through that. And she starts putting her hand through it. And as her hand passes my hand, you just hear pop, 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 until pow. At the end of where her elbow was, it snapped into place. And Bishop Mike that was with me, he said that there was a fireball that when I put my hand out, he just seen a fireball glowing in my hand as she put her hand through it. And she was healed instantly. Now, you, we proceed by faith in the integrity of the Word of God. But you don't have a clue what's going on in the invisible world by you just being obedient. What you just said is literally God, because he found someone willing to believe his word, Absolutely. put a fireball in there. Absolutely. If, if you look at the Bible, you look at, at Jesus, you, you look at Paul. Those are two men that, that operate in the creativity. You looked at Jesus. You went and got the basins and said, hey, fill those up with water. And then you got wine. It's doesn't sound like it makes sense. You don't know why you're doing it, but the people believed, believed him and went and did it, and they got wine. You look at Paul. He, the Bible says that God wrought special miracles through the hands of Paul, and he took his apron, tore it up, sent it out, 
to people to get healed inside their own homes. He was out, he's the original TV evangelist. He was able to take all the anointing that we take and put it in people's living rooms. He was able to do the same thing back then by taking his apron and sitting in the Now, this guy, he so ignites your faith uh, that he, when he speaks, he's even had a whole city get healed. Tell absolutely. me about that. Oh, absolutely. In India. In India. In Madhapada, I preached there. Uh, there's 500 people in attendance. There's about 500 people outside in villages, Hindu, Muslim, and Christian. Um, we preached there, and then I, that was the first place that I preached 100% miracle work and power. And I've said that everybody can be healed. Jesus had it. Jesus would walk into a city, and all villages would be healed. And God honored what I preached. I got home three weeks later, and I only had those 500 in there and uh, the people that were inside the building. But when I got back home, they called me back and said a 1,000 people got healed because the whole village was healed. They were so ignited in faith, like we talked earlier. They were so ignited in faith that all the preachers and Christians went out to look for people to pray for. That's what you want to do. And when they went out there, they called me back and they said, hey, there's no one to pray for. Everybody was already healed because there were speakers around the entire city and village. The church put speakers everywhere, and everybody heard the message. Everybody heard the message of God and his miracle working power. Uh, God is healing people right now. Speaking of his miracle working power, there are people where your fingers, uh, it hurts when you bend your fingers. Well, that pain is just, I I don't know if God's sending a fireball to get rid of that pain. (laughs) I don't, frankly, I don't care. But test and see the Lord is good. Uh, David, one of the keys you talk about that most believers miss is delayed miracles. They think because... Nothing happened when he prayed for me. Nothing's going to happen. You find different. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and and uh, when people are delayed on their miracles, the first thing that happens to them is that it compounds it with more doubt. They go to the service. They're not, they didn't see a physical thing happen, and they go home, and they start to get all sad and get in a pity party. But, you know, you got to keep believing. The Bible says when, when Daniel was praying that the moment he prayed, the moment he prayed, God sent the angel. The second that he put his knee down and said, I, Father, I need this, the angel came forward. But it also says in that same scripture that for 21 days, the devil stopped him. That's a delayed miracle. It eventually got to him. I want to tell everybody this, that the devil can't stop what your faith released. He can't stop it. He can't stop it. He, he can't keep it away from you forever. So, so you're not moved by what you see with your eyes. You're Absolutely. only moved by the integrity of the living God and his word. Tell me a, about one person that had a delayed miracle. Oh, this was a wonderful story of a, of a young boy in India. They came running through. They just, all these kids rush me when I'm praying. The adults, we just go through the line, but the kids are able just to run. They have fun in church and they run by. And it was a little boy. I could see that he was walking a little different. I could see that he was a little bit off on some of this stuff. And I just lay hand on him like this. That's as quick as I could go. And he took off. Well, do you know that two hours later, I'm in Badapada. I'm preaching over there, 80 kilometers from where I ministered. And he's 80 kilometers from where I where I prayed for him, and it's two hours later that he's walking up the stairs. He has crooked legs. They're bent backwards in a way, and he's walking up the stairs. He calls his mother crying. Well, his mother thought he fell down again and said, well, what happened? And she, he goes, well, Mom, I feel Jesus touching my legs. And then, when he, and then when he got to the top of the stairs, he dropped the phone, and the mother was frantic. And she said, what's going on? And she goes, I see Jesus' hands, and he's straightening my legs. I'm reminded of the scripture. Jesus said, Will I find faith when I return Mm. to earth? I'm going to tell you something. Never give up. Never give up. Now, it's easy to preach how wonderful God heals. What happens when you get hit with two physical conditions yourself, like David did? What happens then? 
That's where that's the real test where the rubber hits the road. (laughs) We're going to find out when we come back. We'll be right back to It's Supernatural. Call now and get David Yenna's powerful book and three-part audio CD teaching set, Igniter of Faith. Get ready to release your miracle, yours, for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9367. David's book will bring you illuminating and practical insight into the Word of God with clarity and power. Through his book, you will learn how to create an atmosphere for miracles, understand the reasons why some aren't receiving their supernatural breakthrough, grasp the keys to eliminate fear, discouragement, and unforgiveness, things which block faith. Learn how to stay focused on God and not your sickness. Understand the importance of expectation for your healing to come even in the midst of delay. Learn how the power of your words can either create or halt miracles. Understand the unlocking power of compassion and how it moves the heart of the Father to bestow miracles. At the end of the book is a quick reference guide for healing and miracles. Learn the 21 keys that David learned through operating in the supernatural power of God. In David's three-part audio CD teaching series, he takes you on a faith-exploding journey by sharing many of his amazing first-hand experiences of miracles over the years. This audio teaching series will not only help you receive your own touch from God, but it will help empower you in bringing the supernatural into your everyday life. Included at the end of each audio CD are special prayers of activation that will ignite your faith and release breakthrough into your life. Don't miss out on getting David Yenna's powerful book and three-part audio CD teaching set, Igniter of Faith. Get ready to release your miracle, yours, for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9367. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural, P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9367 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. We now return to It's Supernatural. So what happens when you go all over the world? You see the greatest creative miracles. I mean, 24 out of 25 blind people get their sight back, and the, the 25th did because she didn't want it, literally. Uh, she thought it was better for her testimony to be blind. I, I, I don't get that. David. <laughs> but you get sick. That's yes. where the rubber uh, hits the road. Oh, yes. Tell me about it. Oh, I mean, years of doing healing services and seeing these miracles, uh, I started uh, getting a pain in my, in my lower back that just I couldn't sit down. I couldn't drive. I couldn't. I was taking 18-hour flights, and I was miserable for like six months. Just hard to do any kind of travel. And I start reading Mark 11. It talked about the fig tree and the power in your words, and talked about whosoever and whatsoever that whatever you believe, that God will do it. And I start studying on that, and I got healed. But the very almost literally the next day. I mean, if not the next week for sure. My I, my knee went out. I don't know what happened. I was lifted, helping my brother move some furniture, and uh, it just it just went out. Well, that little problem with just a twig or hurt on my knee turned into a big problem where I couldn't even walk. So, so you're you. walking in. Limping, limping, and, badly, and I'm going to get all of you guys here. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny when I start preaching, I was fine, moving around, everything. But then after the service, 
I'm all limping, going back to my room. It looked like I need assistance. And I was seeing knees healed and healed and healed. I, I could hear the cracking in the knees. I could see knees popping back. I prayed for one lady and she hadn't picked up her grandkids for seven years. And I prayed and automatically she just popped up. I'm healed. And she was able to pick up her grandkids. So, and what do you think when people's knees are being healed and you're aching for all your worth? I'm thinking, what did I do wrong, Lord? <laughs> where, where, where did I go wrong? And, and I, I went ahead and just kept studying and kept going. You know, I, out of the whole thing, I got to say one thing. I didn't stop doing the will of God. I didn't stop believing. I, I didn't stop trusting because I'm praying in confidence that the scriptures are real, that the scriptures are true and people are getting healed. Regardless of how I feel or how I look, it's still God's word reigns true. And I kept doing that and believing in that. And then it wasn't until I got to Kenya. This was like six months with this knee problem already. And I'm, I'm preaching and I'm preaching a message that, that I've been preaching in the churches, whosoever and whatsoever. I love doing that message. And I'm over there preaching. And I said, Lord, that's it. I need to figure out why I'm not being healed because it was really getting bad where I could I couldn't even sleep at night. I get two hours a night sleep because you just can't position yourself in the bed. Right. And, and I just looked at the scripture and I noticed something I didn't notice before. The revelation hit me. And that is we have to decree and set the terms. Jesus said to that plant, the fig tree, that you will not produce any more fruit and you will wither and die. He decreed and set the terms. And he said it, it died. Oh, and the next time when they came back, it was dead. The plant was gone. All the disciples were jumping up and crazy about that one miracle. Despite, despite seeing all the healings and miracles, they were, they were excited about that miracle. And it was a miracle on just words alone. It was one of the very first times that Jesus didn't bring something back to life or heal something. It was, and it was a lesson for, us to, for all of us to realize how powerful our words are. And when I looked at that and I seen that, I looked at my knee. I grabbed it. I just put my hand on my knee. And I said, you will be healed. In the next week, by the end of this service, you will no longer bother me anymore. You will not come back again. Just a name one nine, when the disease will not come back again. I said, you are healed in Jesus' name. You have no choice but to listen to my words. I'm preaching. The next, one day, I've got a little bit better sleep. The second day, I'm preaching. At night, I get a better sleep. The third day, not even bothering me when I sleep, but I still, when I'm walking, it's still there. On the, by the fifth day, I'm preaching. I hear a beautiful snap just in my leg. I, the same snaps I was hearing in Louisiana. I'm like, oh, I know what that sounds like. Oh, you know, faith has a sound. I can tell you right now, faith does have a sound. And it's that sound of God just reaching in and fixing things. And I reach down and I'll touch my leg and I couldn't remember which knee was hurting. That's how good it was. Okay, there are people now whose knees are hurting. Absolutely. I want you to pray for them and whatever God has for you to pray for healing, right? Oh, absolutely. God told me three things uh, today. And that was this, that people are going to be healed. That the word of God that we preach will not return into us void. That the power of God is anointed on these airways to your heart, to your legs, to your back. In fact, this morning I felt a strong urge to tell people with back pains to put their hand on their back while we pray. And we're going to believe right now that God's going to heal you. I feel that legs are being healed, knees are being healed. I command cancer to leave in Jesus' name. And I believe right now with the fullness of God and the confidence in God's word. we got to have confidence when we talk about about God's word, that it does reign true. And I believe right now that people will be healed. I release an anointing over backs and knees. I release an anointing over the whole body and I command all the hands to be healed. And I believe that God is talking to someone just to listen to me when I say these words. It's simple. God's going to tell you that. It's simple. Just believe. Just believe. It's simple. Go to Mark eleven twenty three. 23, read it and read what Jesus says. If you just believe. 
That's all we have to do. And it's all we need to is believe that God will heal. And I believe it right now and receive that anointing and that healing that we send out in Jesus name. Amen. There's enough faith right now coming through your television or your computer that you can make Jesus your Messiah and Lord. It's a leap of faith. Take the leap right now. Say, Jesus, forgive me of all of my sins. I ask you to live inside of me and be Lord of my life. Amen. You and your house will be saved. David Yanez witnesses miracles and healings all the time in his meetings. The truth is that the world is in need of miracles like never before. David says that God wants all believers, young and old, to fully comprehend that God is able and willing to perform the things that are written in His Word. More importantly, it will ignite your faith to receive and pray for miracles. David wants you to know that miracles and healings are happening and are available for you today. Call now and get David Yanez's powerful book and three-part audio CD teaching set, Igniter of Faith. Get ready to release your miracle. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9367. David's book will bring you illuminating and practical insight into the Word of God with clarity and power. Through his book, you will learn how to create an atmosphere for miracles. Understand the reasons why some aren't receiving their supernatural breakthrough. Grasp the keys to eliminate fear, discouragement, and unforgiveness. Things which block faith. Learn how to stay focused on God and not your sickness. Understand the importance of expectation for your healing to come even in the midst of delay. Learn how the power of your words can either create or halt miracles. Understand the unlocking power of compassion and how it moves the heart of the Father to bestow miracles. Learn how to intercede for others so they can receive their breakthrough. Receive the keys to unlock creative miracles. This teaching in this book will all automatically release your miracles when your faith is ignited. Jesus had a passion. He had a passion to reach people. He was always busy about his father's business. And I tell everybody, I tell my family this, our family business is winning souls, healing, and miracles. Well, you know what? We're in Jesus's family. So we're in his family business and his father's family business is healings, miracles, and winning souls. At the end of the book is a quick reference guide for healing and miracles. Learn the 21 keys that David learned through operating in the supernatural power of God. In David's three-part audio CD teaching series, he takes you on a faith-exploding journey by sharing many of his amazing first-hand experiences of miracles over the years. This audio teaching series will not only help you receive your own touch from God, but it will help empower you in bringing the supernatural into your everyday life. Included at the end of each audio CD are special prayers of activation that will ignite your faith and release breakthrough into your life. I could just listen to those CDs for the presence of God. Simple teaching for a God that says, you got to become like a little child. Maybe that's your problem. You've gotten so complex. Start over with the anointing, the Word of God, and the testimonies. Get the brand new book. I mean, it's just literally off the press. The exclusive three CD teaching series, Igniter of Faith, 
release your miracle, and you're going to. I think nothing's going to stop you. Don't miss out on getting David Yanez's powerful book and three-part audio CD teaching set, Igniter of Faith. Get ready to release your miracle, yours, for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9367. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural. P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9367 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. Next week on It's Supernatural. My guest says that prophecy is the doorway into the supernatural. And he says, we all can prophesy. And he says, everyone can have their spiritual senses activated and open. Anyone want it? Me too. Your gifts to this ministry will help Sid air It's Supernatural in Israel 28 times a week and distribute his evangelistic book to the Jewish people worldwide. 